Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Groove with Groovy with an all-time great Razorback quarterback. Takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Win Groovy, showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Groby. Grooving with Groby is brought to you by Bell and Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best dressed man. Now, let's groove. Quinn Groby, how are you doing, Quinn? Man, I'm doing good. Good. Got a chance to go to that Arkansas Duke game last night. Man, it was fun, man. It was electric in that building. And I love the guys you talked about. I mean, Layton Blocker was one of the guys that I was really uh, looking forward to see play um, coming into this season because I saw I saw the way he played in high school. And I was like, man, this guy can really help us. And uh, But I, I thought it was going to be more offensively. But he's playing defense, and we know he'll eventually get the scoring going. But Man, I'm telling you, it was it was a fun environment in there. The fans were just absolutely nuts. I mean, it was crazy. And so one of the best environments I've experienced in Bud Walk. Hey, Quinn, your uh, audio is really, really low. Um, I don't know if you can, uh, on that app right there, you can turn up the uh, output and uh, give us a little bit more audio or just start screaming into the phone. Either either or, it's your choice. Is that any, Is that any better? Christian, what do you think? Is that better? It sounded a little better, yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, the buzz in Fayetteville, no, let me fix that. The buzz across the state has been incredible, Quinn, after uh, the word got out that Coach Petrino was joining. What's it been like for you up there in Fayetteville and at the foundation? Well, I, I, th- I think it's clear that the fans are extremely excited about it. I mean, you look at social media, I mean, it's just been a a huge splash for the fans. I mean, they know what kind of football coach they're getting and Bobby Petrino, one of the the best play callers out there. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, and so there's no doubt that Arkansas's offense is going to get better uh with coach Petrino um running the offense. So, uh I'm looking forward to seeing that progress and and how it happens and and what he does this time around. What do you think about the off? I mean, we remember the offense from, you know, uh, 10, 11, 12, not 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever. Uh, how do you think that plays today? How successful well, do you think this offense can be? Well, the thing about it, Wes, is when when I look at this, I mean, you know, it went, when, when Coach Petrino was here the first time, I mean, he was dealing with strictly drop-back passing guys. I mean, you look at Ryan Mallard and Tyler Wilson and what they – what they brought to the table and how he actually helped Casey Dick as well. And, uh, but I think he's evolved. I think he understands too, that uh, you need somebody who can throw it, but also be very mobile. And I think you saw him be very productive with the Heisman trophy winning Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he implemented some things that allowed him to use his legs and, and, uh, and his athletic ability. So the thing about it is it depends on what he has, and I and, and I do believe that he'll have the ability to uh, coach whoever it is. Uh, you know, you take a look at their last game against Texas A&M and or LSU and Texas A&M. I mean, he had a third-string quarterback, and this guy was lighting them up. I mean, so but, you know, I just feel like that he'll he'll be able to do that. But I 
you know, I don't know what his preference is now. I don't know what his preference is. His preference may be in it, being able to find a dual threat guy like a Lamar Jackson who can run and throw it, but we know what he can do with a stationary guy uh, that's sitting back there dialing up all those plays. And the one thing I've always said, I mean, every time we've played him since he left, I, you know, you're always nervous about um, his play calling. You're always nervous about what he's going to do. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm like, there's going to be somebody wide open at some point in time again. So you're just going to have to accept that and understand that. And, and now hopefully we'll be able to see him uh, create that same dynamic against other, play, uh, other teams that we play in the SEC. Hey, Quinn, we're going to call you real quick. It's, it's gotten a little worse, and it's hard to hear you right now. So we're going to call you on the phone, okay? All right. Thanks, Quinn. Oh, <laughs> I, hung up, I hung up my mic. I was thinking we're hanging up on him, and I hung up on myself. Or didn't hang up on myself. I uh, muted myself. Um, let's see here. J.K. in Fairfield Bay over in the Southern Structural Solutions text line says, was wondering if Petrino will have some players uh, at Texas A&M. Maybe hit the portal and come here. I, hey, yeah, it's possible. I mean, that's the transfer portal. That's what happens. There may be some guys that really like Petrino and his system, and uh, they, they may not fit in the next system and may not want to be there with Elko and just decide to leave. Yeah, it could be possible that there could be some guys transfer. Uh, Christian, just holler at me when you get him. Uh, He's on. But it, okay. Here's one. for uh, Stat has a question for Quinn. All right, I'll put Quinn on the spot. Ask Quinn who is a better player caller, play caller, Bobby P or Lane Kiffin. Staten Conway wants to know, Quinn, what do you say? Wow. Well, you're dealing with you're dealing with two guys at the top of the food chain right there. I mean, when it comes to play calling, both of them are fantastic. Uh, I, I, I love what Lane Kiffin does. Um, he's he's very uh, charismatic on the sideline, and when he dials one up, you know that he dialed it up. Uh, Bobby is just very methodical. And Bobby is a guy that can really process information, keep that information, and pull it out at a moment's notice. So if I had to look and say who's the better play caller, I'm, I, I'd have to go with Bobby. But, you know, you know, Bobby's getting older. Bobby's getting older. There's no doubt about it. Lane Kiffin has a huge, long runway ahead of him. So uh, if I had to go head-to-head as far as coaching um, and, and play calling, I'm going with Bobby. You know, we uh... – and we moved on quickly after the Missouri game, um, but we haven't asked you anything. Was there? What'd you take away from that? Walking away. That Missouri's good. Uh, <laughs> that their program is moving in the right direction. There's no doubt about it. But it was very difficult to to watch our football team, um, you know, get beat like that. And uh, you know, Eli Drinkwitz came in and. Didn't feel like he was going to let his foot off the gas pedal. It was very difficult for our student athletes to deal with. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think that's one of those where you know you knew change was coming, and you, and and the Bobby Petrino thing is one of the changes that's given fans a lot of hope. So now it's just really about regrouping, and the season's over with. Now you just got to figure out who's staying, who's going, how they fit in if with what you're trying to do. Um, but yeah, man, it was that was that was a tough day. That was a tough day, and I'm I'm glad it's over. Yeah, I think that, that's a great way of putting it. Uh, I think we're all glad it's over. It came to an end, and and now it's all about moving on, rebuilding the team, restocking the roster, hitting the portal, and uh, and finishing up on some recruiting. And it's good to see that uh, Coach Petrino is going to be out on the road as early as tomorrow, visiting with a young man down in Pine Bluff that I know 
is a yep. very good receiver. And, I, man, I've enjoyed watching him play, and it just uh, made my stomach sick when I saw he, he decommitted. But hopefully they can get him back, and uh, that's, a, that's a great start right there. Uh, yeah, that almost has like a little Joe Adams feel. I mean, if you can go ahead and flip him, that would be, be a great. I, I wish they would uh, make a trip up to St. Louis and see uh, Ronnie Wingo's little brother that committed to Texas as a wide receiver. And uh, I know he had interest in coming to Arkansas. Uh, maybe they could flip him. Uh, you talk about, you know, all of a sudden getting a little momentum. That would be huge. Well, and that's the thing about it. I mean, when you switch, um, you know, how you're going to operate your offense, I mean, it opens up the table to a lot of different a lot of different kids. I mean, I heard people talk about um, the, the kid that's going to Auburn, uh, Lindsey kids going to Minnesota. So there's a lot of different things. You just never know what's going to take place. But, you know, if, if if wide receivers want to catch balls and quarterbacks want to complete a lot of balls, I mean, this is a, this is a pretty good offense to be in. Yeah, I, I hear a different Quinn Grovey. I, I hear a little excitement in your voice. Well, I mean, you know, look, I played here and, you want to see your you want to see your 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 university do well and doing the radio broadcast and everything that I'm doing, I, I, you know we've experienced what Coach Petrino has done. I, I don't know to what level it's going to be. I mean he's an offensive coordinator. I know some people are like, I mean you look at social media and it feels like he's a head coach, but you know he's an offensive coordinator and uh, it'll be interesting to see what it, what he does and. Uh, I think anytime you get one of the best play callers out there, it, it, it gives you pause for excitement on the football field. And so uh, we'll see what happens, man. It's just uh, it's, it's something that fans are excited about. And when you get Razorback Nation excited about something, it's a big snowball. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, more than anything, that's what the state needed. You know, they needed hope. They needed excitement injected back into the program after a rough year. And if nothing else, that's what this hire has done. And it's changed the whole attitude of the state in the span of 48 hours. So on just that alone, it's a success. We'll see what, you know, happens on the field next fall with wins and losses. But, you know, hey, Quinn, I'm excited about spring ball. And, yeah. and if you'd asked me about that last Friday or Saturday, I'd been like, <laughs> no. You know, yeah. well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It, now I, yeah. I'm like, when, when is spring ball? I'm, I'm, I'm back in. You know, I'm excited again. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people will be excited about everything that takes place. I mean, like from from the press conference that's going to take place today all the way through. I mean, they'll be looking for the impact uh, on this football program, and, and uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think people will want to see again. Like, I, I don't know if people can really understand or, or really know what to expect this offense to look like. I know they 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 know what it looked like with Ryan Ballard and Tyler Wilson, but you know, is that what it's going to look like? And and so I, I just, I you know, I don't want to say I want to caution people on being, like, not overexcited, but, I mean, the you know, expectations, I don't want to say need to be tempered, but you got one of the best play callers out there, and hopefully it's great, but will it match what everybody's excitement is of thinking it's going to be 2009, 10, and 11? I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah, I'll take 2009 right now. Isn't that the year they went to the Liberty Bowl? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 10, it was because then ten was 10 the was uh, sugar bowl, bowl, eleven, 11 was, cotton was the cotton bowl. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want eight. 
2008. <laughs> uh, 2009, I'll settle for. Yes, I'd love 2010 <laughs> okay. to 2011. But, you know, first steps are, you know, baby steps here. What do they need to do? This is a question uh, over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501. What What is the priority in the offseason to get this team to where maybe they can win six, seven, eight games next year? Well, it's identifying who your quarterback is going to be. I know we're still waiting on what KJ is going to do, but. It's identifying who that quarterback is that's going to be able to execute this offense. And then, secondly, it's going to be the offensive line uh, getting five guys up there that can protect and, and allow you to do what you need to do. And then it's, I still think you got to go out and find more playmakers on the outside. you got to find more speed. Um, you got to determine what your receiver profile is going to look like. Are you going with size? Are you going with size and speed? Are you going with big, burly guys? I mean, whatever that looks like. Um, you know, Arkansas, they, they've got running backs in the room that I think will be able to uh, do what Coach Petrino wants to do. You know, Coach Petrino is the guy who wants to run it when he wants to run it. He wants to throw it whenever he wants to throw it, and he doesn't care if you know about it. And so if you once you get to that point, then that means you're in a good spot because that means you can close out games uh, in that four-minute offense, and that means you also can let that ball go whenever you, you want to. And uh, he'll always, like I said, dial up plays that's going to get guys free uh, and, and and so it should be it should be fun. But to me, those are the three things. That, I mean, you just you just throw everything on offense is so uncertain. But you know, you got a guy who can dial a play, even if you have lesser talent. Quinn Groby with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Thanks to our friends at Bell and Sword. All right, Quinn, who you got? Alabama or Georgia? I'm going with Georgia. There's no doubt about it. Now, Milrow is is very very difficult to deal with. But, uh, yeah, I just don't see Georgia letting go of the rope here. I just think they're going to be better. I think they'll, they're will they they're going to find a way to force Milrow to 100% be a passer, which would have been the kiss of death for Alabama early on in the season. Maybe not so much right now, but you got to give Tommy Reese a whole lot of credit for what he's doing with Taylor Milrow. But I think it's going to be a close game, but I think uh, Georgia's going to win it. I think Carson Beck, and, and uh, he's he's just getting better and better as well. Nobody's talking about him, but if you look at his stat line, his stat line is just as good as some of those guys that's being considered for the highest. So, um, uh, but I'm going with the Bulldogs. Who who do you have in the uh, playoff? Who do you think gets in? Uh, I think Florida. I, I don't see how you can – well, a, lot's gonna, a lot of the dust is going to be settled, you know, after this weekend, but – if you're looking at the top four right now, I think Florida State's in that top four, and I just can't see them. I just can't see them, even if they win the eight. Well, you can't keep them out if they win the ACC championship. I mean, quite frankly, I mean that would just be a slap in the face. But I do believe that if they go get get in, they're going to get boat raced. I mean, I just think that they, with a backup quarterback who is really starting to gain some momentum, though I thought he played well uh, late in the game. But I just think Florida State is – I think they'd be an underdog to any of the, the teams that are in front of them. And I think they'd be underdogs to teams that are behind them. Um, so I think I think uh, if any team is going to slip out of that, uh, it's going to be Florida State. But I think it's going to take take them to get a loss. I think it's going to take a lot – it's going to take a lot of guts to keep them out of the playoff uh, if they're undefeated. How about Oregon and Washington? I think whoever wins that football game should have an opportunity to get in. And so I think that's kind of like a de facto playoff game. Uh, when I look at that, uh, Michael Penix was able to to to, uh, 
to take care of business early on. And to me, this is also not only just a playoff game, but this is like Heisman positioning as well. And so these two guys are really going to be going out. That's going to be a fun game to watch. I never thought in a million years that I'd be saying Bo Nix is, is up for the Heisman trophy. I never thought. I, I thought he'd be selling insurance back in Alabama somewhere after his football career is over. Now he's going to win the, the most prestigious award in college football and absolutely have an opportunity to take his football career to the next level. So he's been balling out. So kudos to Bo Nix. Uh, but I think this is a whoever wins that, that's a de facto playoff game. They'll get in. And uh, whoever wins it, that quarterback has got a great shot at winning the Heisman. But Jaden Daniels is over there. And uh, to me, he probably should win it because he's been really, really good. I agree. I, it's, and to do what he's been doing in the SEC and the number of yards, total yards he's putting up and touchdowns, it's been it was an incredible year. Oh, Thank you. It's good. Yeah, ridiculous. Good to catch up with you. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all these games. All right, fellas. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on, but I was hey, sideline just failed us. <laughs> hey. No problem. You sound good now. Thanks, Quinn. All right. Y'all take care.